You are listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast. With Rachel Adams, Managing Editor. This podcast was recorded live at Natural Products Expo West in Anaheim, California. Hello, and welcome to the Healthy Insider Podcast. Uh, my name is Rachel Adams, I'm Managing Editor of Natural Products Insider, and today I am at Expo West in Anaheim, and I'm with Sarah Newmark, who is Vice President of Social Impact at Megafood. Hi, Sarah, how are Hi. you? Good, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, I'm great. Um, day two. Day two. Day two. <laughs> yeah, so yesterday, uh, Sarah was actually in, she, she was in a panel discussion that took place as part of Climate Day. Um, it was awesome, a whole day event just with a bunch of people in the room who were uh, talking about climate action and talking about um, business and how they really incorporate that into their business and, and why. It was great. And Sarah was uh, in a panel that was titled Breaking Down Barriers, Overcoming Resistance, and Finding Funding. And we're going to talk a little bit about today, some of the content of the session, and just kind of review um, some of those key points. Great. So my, my first question, uh, Sarah, is can you just talk a little bit about Megafood's mission and how climate action plays into that? Sure. So Megafood's mission is to nourish a world in nutritional crisis. And, you know, we're a vitamin and herbal supplement company, and um, we understand that even people that have access to all the food that they need um, to fulfill a healthy diet, we know that broccoli and carrots and a lot of vegetables that um, we know to be healthy are actually much less up to maybe 50 to 60 percent less nutrient dense than they were even 50 years ago. So it's not just to making sure people have access to better foods, it's actually to improve the foods that we know and eat as nutritious foods on a daily basis. And supplements come into a play into a role in that also, but we we rely on an agricultural system and we wanted to provide our consumers with the highest nutrient-dense foods because we are a whole food vitamin. So our entry into climate really started there, understanding the role that soil played in producing more nutrient-dense food led us to understanding the impact that climate has and has had on healthy soils. Mm-hmm. And while we're a company that's you know 40 some years old and obviously a mission-driven company, we're B Corp and um, and climate has always been there's an awareness to climate, but the connection that we have um, and the mission that we ha- on the social impact side to revolutionize agriculture. The climate crisis we're in effect on on soil, but mm-hmm. also the opportunity that soil has to reverse climate change, really gave us our pathway into how we were going to lead on climate action. Yeah, it's like a like a double whammy. Yeah, it's a double whammy. <laughs> and and you know, I talked a little bit about yesterday on communication and how mm-hmm. climate is you know, a lot of our consumers may not purchase on climate, um, right. but they purchase for themselves and if we can reframe the conversation around nutrient density or reframe the conversation about healthy soils and healthy fam- farmer livelihoods it, climate is a part of everything we're all dealing with climate change every day mm-hmm. whether we like to admit it or not and we are quite literally standing on the solution so it's just about how we can frame that to get people to understand the de- many different ways that um, the many different opportunities and the way the climate is affecting them right. um, and that's 
really been our work, I think. Right, and and I actually I, I took I specifically in quotes I, I wrote down I love that part of what you were talking yeah. about yesterday. Um, you used the word intuit or yeah intuit conversation. Yes. Um, and I I love that because it's basically just figuring out how to contextualize it yeah, to exactly. make it relevant to the consumers because it is already relevant so that they understand the relevancy. Exactly, and and I think into every stakeholder that's in, involved in making a decision within a company, um, and those include consumers and retailers, but even employees internally that are helping prioritize some of our actions and how we make commitments and act upon them, everyone is gonna have a different lens by which they make decisions upon mm -hmm. for themselves or for their responsible functional units within a company, but climate is impacting everything. Um, and for us as an agricultural-based company, we know that soil is the solution and we have a responsibility as people that source food, just as everyone has a responsibility because everyone eats food, <laughs> um, to, to make a difference, I think. so. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to take just a little bit of a step back looking at consumers again. So you, you had mentioned yesterday that there was this idea that consumers don't care about climate. Yes. And that's kind of what we just talked about is that they do, but it's just having that relevancy, understand, helping them to understand why it's relevant to them. But you, you also told me that you guys found out that that's really not your consumers' take, like that climate does. It does. What we've understood is that our consumers care that we transparency and activism are their number one and two reasons to believe. And so then it's our job to say, okay, well, if you want us to be active, here's what we're going to be active on. You want us to be transparent, here is what we're going to be transparent on. So it still may be that they don't make their primary purchasing decisions based on climate, mm. but they do on companies that take a stand on something. And so our take is we are, we're going to offer you a product that's you know, better for the climate or makes positive impact on our climate issue, mm -hmm. but we're also going to take a stand on something. So that's our Ban Glyphosate campaign. We are petitioning the EPA to ban glyphosate use as a desiccant. Our hashtag round down. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things that what we have heard from our consumers is we want you to take action. And so we are taking action on climate and health. And that is what they care about. Right. And that is the reason for their loyalty to our company. Right. That's so awesome. And I love that you brought up transparency because that was something else that, that was brought up in the conversation yeah. yesterday. Uh, because it, uh, the, it can be scary for companies to step out and say, we're going to make make a change, yeah. we're going to do something about climate and you know, and then have to fall through on that commitment. But you were talking about yesterday how transparency plays such a big role in that, in, in that you just take your audience along, your consumers, your exactly. customers along for the ride. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, we have a crisis, right? We, I talked yesterday about the United Nations saying five years ago that we have 60 harvests of food left. Like, we, we, we've seen all the data on what climate change is doing. We can't let perfection be the enemy of the good, right. right? We cannot say, well, we're not going to make a commitment because we don't, what if we don't get there? Mm -hmm. Well, the what if we don't get there is a much larger what if than public embarrassment of not making a climate goal. We have a crisis. We need to all just dig in and and put our best efforts forward to, to make changes. And so I, I think that being transparent about it, hey, this is what we're trying to do. And if you don't make meet one of your goals, this is why. This is not easy stuff, um, but it is necessary. And so I don't think anyone is going to hold you against not making something some goal, a big audacious goal that you made, as long as you t can talk about it and take people along the journey with you. Right, absolutely. 
I, I, that's definitely something that we've seen so much of in the supplement yeah. industry. And Mega Food has been such a leader in transparency yeah. with your big, big tea, big tea trans- transparency. Yeah, big tea transparency. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's really cool to bring that into this conversation because I think it's so important. So uh, can we talk a little bit about collaboration yeah. and how that's impacted uh, social impact initiatives at Mega Food? Yeah, so, I mean, we can't do any of this alone. Um, I, You know, we're a small to medium-sized company. We, I think, have the ability to do important, meaningful, impactful work, but the work that needs to be done on a global level, we can't do it alone. I believe, and I talked a little bit yesterday in kind of um, different ways and pillars, or I explained it as a triangle of how we go about our social um, impact and how I like my change philosophy actually right like this is how I believe change happens mm-hmm. especially on a company level like foundationally we have to do our work at home we have to make sure that we um, our operations are running in a way that is positive and all of the things that need to be done to kind of on day-to-day operationally in terms of um, good corporate stewardship and climate impact and then the midsection is using business and economic power to transform systems and that can't be done by yourself I mean we can be a part of it but we need to collaborate with one another and we also need big and small companies alike we need the big companies who have a big footprint who have that make one change and a lot happens and have a big and powerful voice but we need the small to medium-sized companies involved because we're the we're the renegades. We're the ones that are that are revolutionizing um, new ideas often and can do things um, fast and nimbly um, and quicker than often the big guys. And so those types of partnerships where we all come together, our soil carbon initiative, they're actually launching for public comment this afternoon, is a great example of that. We're working with Green America and the Carbon Underground as the nonprofits that are leading this charge. But we have businesses and soil scientists and a whole group of people that are coming together to work together that are bringing their expertise but on the design committee of this the big the businesses are Danone, North America, Ben and & Jerry's and Megafood, right? Yeah, Each nice. holding different spaces, different responsibility and different opportunity as part of that collaboration and without either of us um, or it wouldn't be as impactful as it is going to be and and I think that's a great beautiful example of collaboration. It's it's just it, 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 we have to do it and we learn from one another I, yesterday was a great powerful example of learning from other companies in order to make meaningful changes within your own company and then the top of the spear for me is the top of the triangle is is advocacy um, we need to change policy we need to bring consumers along we can't do it um, with just economic power we need policy to support it I love that, and I love that idea of collaboration, which is such a huge theme yesterday. Yeah. We saw it from, like you said, companies from all across the spectrum, really small companies and really large yeah, companies exactly. all working together. Yeah. Um, so I think my last question for you is just going to be, what, what advice do you have for companies that want to, to bring climate action into their initiatives um, and maybe don't know where to get started sure. or maybe are, are scared to get started or even uh, need to, to get their team on board? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it depends on where you, who you are within the company, right? It's a different approach, I think, for it's somebody who's kind of an entry-level position that just cares about this and wants to to affect some sort of change in the office, or it's somebody that's coming in to really help move a company um, and and develop a strategy for them. I've been in both of those <laughs> positions before, so I think if I. I 
mainly I think it's you need a team. You need a team that can represent different functional units that can come together to help execute against uh, ideas big or small. In my past, I've always said start small, start around the company, see what changes you can make. And I think that's a that's a good idea to get the flavor of what we're trying to do. Um, and but you know we also need to make big change, right? right. Like we like we're not going to recycle our way out of this. Um, for many reasons, there's a whole other <laughs> podcast, right? But um, um, and it's important to do that. You need to, like I said, start at home as the foundation of the work that we do. Um, uh, so, my, you know, my advice would be to to, to get people together that are going to be your advocates, um, whether they're in leadership positions or whether they're on the ground in the trenches. You need we you need a team that is going to help hold this space within an organization and hold responsibility. At MegaFood, um, I came in in a different position. I came in in the leadership position. It was, we wanted to design and execute um, a strategy because we had a lot of little things going on everywhere. And so once that starts to happen, then it's like, okay, well wait, we have limited resources, limited bandwidth. There's, we are doing a lot. Let's make sure we're doing the right things. Mm-hmm. So I led us through a multi-stakeholder strategy process that understood where we want to play, where we don't, um, how we're going to get there, and the resources needed in order to do it. Um, so there's different stages depending upon what company is your, what you know, what the company mission is, and where you are in this journey. But my recommendation is, yes, start small, but quickly start to make some big, meaningful uh, commitments because we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was another theme of Climate Day yesterday. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. I really appreciate your time and your insight. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the supplement industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud accounts. This episode has been brought to you by Supply Side East, April 9 through 10 in Secaucus, New Jersey.